Right now, new and returning vidIQ customers can buy one month of vidIQ and get the second month free. This offer is going on until July 31st and can be used towards a purchase of either a pro or boost level account. All you have to do is visit vidIQ.com bonus. If you've been looking to unlock our full suite of tools, now is a great time. You have until July 31st, vidIQ.com bonus. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Hello and welcome back to the Tube Talk podcast. My name is Dan Carson, joined as always by Mr. Rob Wilson. Hello, Dan. How are you? How are all of our listeners today? Kind of the ironic thing that we do a podcast where you listen but it's mostly about the video medium. What a strange world we live in. <laughs> Plus, you you ask them how they're doing and they they can't. Or can yeah, they? Yeah, it's a bit of a passive experience. Unless, unless. let's do it now, Dan, the drum roll. Unless they want to interact with Tube Talk because now we have an email address. Yes, we have an official Tube Talk email address. We decided it's time to get into the 20th century. <laughs> And the very early 20th century. Yes. And uh, go ahead and, and let you guys know that you can reach us at tubetalk at vidiq.com. Tubetalk at vidiq.com. If you have feedback for the show, if you have questions you want answered, uh, you know, there you go. Now there's an email address. Now it's out there in the world. And, uh, you know, we'll let future Rob and Dan have any regrets about that. Yeah. Let, let's just say this. Right now, the inbox other than my test email is completely blank. Uh, so if you want your email read out on the show, as long as it's within parental guidance limits and it's about YouTube, now's your chance because, oh, you know, in mere weeks, we're going to be inundated with email and spam <laughs> and um, princes from African countries asking if we would like to put some money in their bank account uh, in order to transfer it. But right now we're clean. We're completely clean. So please do send us uh, an email and we would love to talk to you about YouTube. Yeah. I wonder who will be the inaugural email. That'll, that'll be it, interesting. It, yeah, there is. We'll, we might even frame the email. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we could sell it as an NFT <laughs> in years to come as the first email Tube Talk received. Oh my gosh. Well, now they're going to want to cut. So that's fantastic. So it's the race to send Tube Talk its first email. Uh, here, here's the thing. You're probably listening to this and going, wait a minute, everything's different. The intro sounded different. What's going on? So we've been testing out different ways we can uh, communicate with everybody during the show. We were doing some outros that were about, you know, 10 to 15 minutes long. And we've decided to now make those the new intro. So no more outro. Now we're testing this. So maybe that's some of the feedback. Let, let us know. Do you want us our nonsense just go away forever? Maybe we just want to get straight to the interview. I mean, yeah, like our, like our, like your YouTube channel, always be testing, never be afraid to try something new because usually the things that you tested were things that turned into success and got you to where you are now. And uh, there's always that level of fear and complacency where you get set in your ways and you, you don't want to rock the boat or anything. But wow, with a new email address and a changed intro, we've gone left field in this one, Dan, left field. Left, left field. We're actually in the bleachers. That's how far left field we've gone. I'm using a baseball term there. Wow. <laughs> I might have to actually update the season number for this episode <laughs> because we've made so many changes in such a short yeah. amount of time. I, d I don't know when to do that, by the way. I don't know what... We have seasons. I just don't know what constitutes. We're in season three, I guess. And I, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what... Well, I guess what, what, how the seasons change when we have a new host of this. And I guess there have been three iterations of hosts. Uh, I, I'm going to go completely on a, a sidebar here, but you don't have seasons when I guess the show never ends. You don't have an off season and you know, like te television series do. And so right now in the world of wrestling, there's been this real struggle as I think a big network television company in the U S has bought the streaming rights to WWE hmm. and they've changed all of the, um, pre-recorded like pay-per-views and stuff over the years into seasons so instead of watching like wrestlemania 12 you're actually watching season 12 episode one of wrestlemania <laughs> which makes no sense whatsoever i'm sorry i'm bringing in wrestling references here that's the only one you're going to hear in this 
in uh, podcasts, actually, except for another one, because <laughs> our guest briefly mentions a very popular 1980s wrestler, uh, Dan Dewey. Uh, maybe we should talk about who we're having on this week. Yeah, and you just you just kind of uh, busted everybody's immersion here. So we already recorded the interview with today's guest. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, they are Mr. <laughs> H. And continuity era. <laughs> yeah. Oops, that's okay. Uh, Mr. H and friends will be joining us, and we're speaking to them today because they have uh, they've had a lot of success lately on their channel. They're over fifty thousand subscribers on YouTube, and uh, you know they they feel like recently they've just hit their stride. And things are really clicking for them, firing on all cylinders. So we're going to hear from Mr. H in just a little bit, David, uh, rather. And I wanted to mention again, Mr. H and Friends, if you search that on YouTube, you'll find his channel. Because I stupidly forgot to ask him as the show is wrapping up, hey, where can everybody find you? Don't know how I forgot that. But anyway, there, there you go. Now, now early plug. Uh, be sure to check him out. There, He reacts to a lot of different things. Lately, it's been candy. So he he is from London, and is it London he's from? I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, I think it's certainly the south of England, um, but essentially, it's Brit reacts to America in lots of different ways, be it language, culture, food, uh, and so on. And uh, yeah, you were just saying Dan that he's reaching his, getting into his stride now, and I think he's a perfect representation of. A coin I semi, a phrase I semi coined, uh, which was a quarantine creator, in that he he was furloughed from his job. Uh, I guess furloughed, by the way, means that in the UK you were you were sent home. I guess because the government told everybody to stay at home, and so people were sent home and they were being paid, but they couldn't do any work. So a lot of people took to YouTube as they had a lot of spare time and. David's one of his people, and now he's flourishing with a, a successful YouTube channel. And he, and because of that sex success, he now has a, I guess, good challenges and uh, interesting headaches to make. It's kind of like when the the coach of a team has so many players to choose from, so many good players, he doesn't know which one to pick. He's spoiled for choice, and maybe David was kind of alluding that he's getting to that point now with his channel. Yeah, it's. It's always good, though, when you get to that point on YouTube. And I think a lot of people are this is the part they struggle with the most, right? Like, I, I'm going to try some things. I'm going to test some stuff out. I don't know which of these is going to work. And once they find that, that's such a good place to be, especially if you recognize it. And I think that's part of the issue, too. Sometimes people hit that moment where they make a couple videos that are similar and they they both like do great and they don't capitalize on it properly. Maybe it's because they weren't sure how to capitalize on it or maybe they just missed the opportunity entirely they weren't you know they they're like oh those videos did well and they just kind of kept going <laughs> trying all sorts of different things yeah it's a bit like um when you make a few videos and they perform well and then and then you just think okay youtube go and off and do your thing that thing in the algorithm that shares all of this content with people and you're right dan and the exact response to that should be carry on doing your thing, you know, do more of what's been successful and that's going to exponentially grow your audience. And then you start to become, how do I put this? I'm trying to think of a right word here. When you, when David sort of built up, built up such a huge community now that he's talking to these individuals on zoom, he's having conversations with people. I, I seem to remember I'm trying to remember what he said in the, the interview itself, but he's, he's actually talking to people one-on-one -on -one. I think it was at Thanksgiving. Yeah, he was talking to a few Americans. And now, because of the traditions he has in his content, he's able to sell merch. He's selling merch simply based on the intro of his videos where he just says, greetings. But he starts every single video with like with that. And now he has these T-shirts that say the same thing with part of the imagery from his channel. It's just amazing what you can craft out of a channel in relatively a short space of time it's like building up businesses within a space of 12 months yeah it's the the merch is great too and i i was looking around his social media i don't know if it was his twitter or community tab but I, I saw there were pictures of people wearing the shirts and, and things like that so you know he's building a really solid community and then like you said quarantine creator like someone that really started on youtube about a year ago or more and in that span of time, already growing a community, already selling merch, and has 
really found what's going to work on their channel. And when that happens, it's so, so nice. It lets you understand this video that I'm uploading right now. I pretty much know it's going to get exactly this many views at least. And once you get to that point, it's such a relief. <laughs> and then it also presents new challenges too. Like how do I up the ante now? Mm, yeah. I, I you know, know what's done? working and I, I think, how do I want to go the next step. I think we've teased this so much. I think it's time we jumped into the conversation itself. What do you reckon? Okay. All right. Fine. We will uh, throw it over to past Rob and Dan. Sorry, Rob broke the immersion here. And uh, again, be sure to check out Mr. H and Friends on YouTube and uh, enjoy. And send us an email. David of Mr. H and Friends, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Dan and uh, Rob. Greetings! Thank you so much for having me on today, and uh, happy Friday! Yeah, happy Friday. Uh, hello, David. I assume that once this tube talk is out, you're going to uh, react to it on your channel, <laughs> like British guy reacts to podcast. Yeah, I could do. I could do that. British guy reacting yeah, cool. to British guy <laughs> Look reacting to, to <laughs> Californian guy reacting to uh, Rob. Ooh, yeah, Californian guy, Dan. What do you, what do you think about that? I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for anyone who who doesn't know that, not only reactions. I mean, that now that's been hinted at. But what type of content do you make in your channel? Tell us uh, a bit about Mr. H and Friends. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, Mr. H and Friends is a is a reaction uh, channel reacting to all things U.S. Now, I appreciate that's quite a broad uh, spectrum or a broad niche. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm basically reacting to things like um, national parks, weather, food, candy, nature, food, candy, <laughs> <laughs> accents, candy, military, comedians. And I, I even took the citizenship test, um, which was a bit of a disaster uh, come the end. But uh, yeah, I did, you know, I did OK. But I'm, you know, I'm, I have to say I'm learning so much. You know, if you want to pass that citizenship test, you really ought to start reacting to different beers. Oh, yeah, nice. I think that's that's my tip for you. Excellent. Yeah, I'm all for <laughs> not what I want to get into beer. <laughs> not what I want to get into a deep conversation about citizenship, but uh, I'm currently looking at that for Canadian citizenship. Citizenship, and one of the questions was it's multiple choice, which is always a bit of a worry when they're letting people in based on multiple choice. But I think one of the things was what are uh, three things that define Canadians, and one of the answers seemed to make sense, but another one was something along the lines of make sure you recycle every Tuesday, adopt a dog, <laughs> just really <laughs> stupid things. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Craft beers specifically for, for the U S just, <laughs> that's craft my, beers. that's my tip as someone who's <laughs> never taken the test and don't know, I don't know what's on it. I think that would be your, your best place to start. Absolutely. I'll, Trust I'll, start, me. I'll start researching now. <laughs> so going back to your channel when did you get your your start on youtube and when you did start what kind of content were you were you experimenting with yeah great great question but basically i started or, or took youtube a little bit more seriously um during the start of lockdown so the uk went into lockdown i think it was the end of march beginning of april last year and um well you know while we're talking about you know about beers you know, it's quite easy to get into the habit of having a beer every day. And, um, uh, you know, after a couple of weeks, I was like, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> what am I doing? I, you know, this is, this is actually an opportunity. There's only so many beers you can have. And I thought, well, I'm not going to get this time again. You know, hopefully, luckily enough, when I, when I retire, I'll, I'll have that sort of time. So I was kind of thought of this as, a, as an opportunity. So um, I, I, I quit drinking beer and um, saved a bit of money and I actually bought a course uh, on YouTube because I, I didn't know anything about YouTube and don't please don't hate me but I, I hadn't heard of believe it or not Mr Beast never heard of him oh PewDiePie um, and obviously Vidakyu as well never heard of any of these guys quite sheltered really and um, yeah I did a course it was it was called YouTube uh, for Bosses by Sunny Lenarduzzi and uh, it was really really good it taught me the basics all the way up to sort of intermediate how to structure videos I learned so much. Um, but I have to say that the most things that I learned were literally making mistakes. And I made a, believe me, I made a lot of them. <laughs> I, I mean, we all, we all do uh, for sure, especially on YouTube. So this is really interesting because let's just for context here, your channel, Mr. H and friends has grown to over 50,000 subscribers now. 
yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, 53, 54, something like that. Yeah. And I mean, it's a reaction channel. I would also consider it a personality channel, honestly. And, uh, you know, that is for, you said about 15 months is, is about how long you've been taking the channel seriously, you said? Yeah. So um, I actually started the channel doing, well, I'm a big um, advocate for like mental health and things like that. And over here, we don't have the space like you guys do. So there's lots of people, you know, in lockdown, you know, they could have been in um, flats or what you guys call apartments, high rise apartments, no garden, they might have kids and they can't get out, um, you know, to do anything recreational. I thought, well, you know, wanted to do something to make people laugh. So my original niche um, or niche, wherever uh, you come from, was uh, challenges. And uh, yeah, that was a that was an experience. So it was just about making people laugh, you know, normally at my expense, eating things like the Carolina Reaper. Um, that was that was very hot. Uh, one chip challenge, underwater challenge, uh, wax my chest, wax my nose. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I kind of had it in for myself and people, you know, liked it. I mean, it was it was very, very slow, put it that way. But it was it was it was great fun, a really good sort of foundation. And um, part of the, the course was about niching down, niching down. And I could slap myself um, a year ago and just say, you know, because I was like, oh, it's comedy, you know, comedy, making people laugh. And uh, it's like, well, yeah, but comedy is quite a big, you know, niche. What, you know, what are you doing? So, so then I went, I started creating characters and I was doing. I know these ASMR channels are doing really, really well. So I, I basically take this thing's not so seriously. And I basically uh, did a, a, a put a wig on basically and pretended to be a woman um, being all seductive. Um, I had a beard and I just had this like really rubbish wig with like rollers in. I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> um, and then started doing ASMR because it was, it was uh, you know, it was comical. And I was taking sort of a lighthearted look at these ladies who are very successful by whispering so it was that and I, I went from that and I did different characters and I, and I did dabble in UK USA uh, the differences and I've always had this fascination with the states ever since a boy and I think growing up in the 80s all the films were quite romantic about America you know the high schools the yellow buses the red cups you know drinking <laughs> beer obviously drink responsibly everyone listening and it just everything just looked you know every day the sun shined and over here it was, it was quite gray and just, just had this I don't know. And my first holiday abroad was in the States when I was 17. Um, my sister, family, all English, emigrated to the States 18, 19 years mm. ago. So I've been trying my best, obviously not the past sort of 18 months, going back and forth to, uh, to America. So I was fascinated um, with the language or the word differences. I went into uh, the Dunkin' Donuts and it was probably one of the most embarrassing times of my life. Um, I went into Dunkin' uh, Donuts, and uh, bear in mind, it's probably about 15 years ago, and I asked the lady for a black coffee. So, kind of black coffee, please. And uh, she was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my days. And uh, my face went red. I was like, black coffee, black coffee, black coffee. And she didn't understand what I was saying. And I was like, no, black coffee, no, no milk, just black, stir it. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, my God, there's people queuing up behind me. And this gentleman behind me said, oh, I think he means, like, Americano. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I was so close to just running out the, uh, the shop. It was so honestly, my face went red. Um, so then I was, you know, crash course in the, the, the differences, you know, two, two nations divided by a common language, as they say. And, uh, yeah, so I've always had this fascination. I sort of always sort of boomerang back to, to America. And, uh, like I say, I, I had up until January, I was doing challenges and, and creating these characters and stuff and uh a niche switch so basically a niche came out of the blue and I was, I was just seeing these guys doing reactions and i was like wow and this looks this looks pretty good and it was it was amazing all the skills i've learned um one, one of one of which is, is I, I love this um with the green screen have you ever seen the the ring the film the ring uh, no it's, it's a bit of a horror film and it's basically this girl comes out the TV. It's like quite a scary thing. Arm comes out and she crawls out. And I sort of learned how to do that. I was learning all these different skills and obviously the SEO and the tags and, uh, you know, from start to finish. And uh, I saw this and I saw a lot of these people doing it really, really good. I was noticing not a lot of them had looking at the SEOs. And I thought, well, 
you know, the channel wasn't really doing very well, if I'm being honest, up until Christmas. And um, it's, it's so, honestly, it's so hard. It was so hard. And Christmas, I was like, oh, I really thought about, you know, jacking the whole thing in. But my niece, who's actually uh, quite a big YouTuber in the art uh, community, sent me this link. Said, oh, there's this guy doing reactions. I thought, oh, wow, cool. And so I saw it. And I just basically I made a decision, right, I'm going to pivot. It was, and it was a big, big risk um, at the time. I was really, really nervous. But I was like, right, I'm going to do it, you know, react on all things uh, American. I've got some videos in my library that talk about um, the differences, be it I made characters up, you know, as a typical right. British guy drinking lots of tea and uh and uh yeah and an american as well which was which was a lot of fun so big big risk and i'm not saying to people do a pivot um there was a bit of luck involved like all these things but yeah it just january i changed everything over to you know a reaction british guy obviously british guy reacting to xyz in america and uh yeah it just slowly rather than getting 100 views a day you know, it came up to like 300 and then sort of 400 and then, then it was a thousand a day. And I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is crazy. You know, and I, even today, I can't believe people watch me <laughs> reacting to a video. Um, I, I still can't, I, I, I'm just like, oh, it's just me. I'm, I'm no one, no one special, but yeah, it's just, it's just grown, grown and grown. And, and the community, and I really, really important. I, I say about our community, they are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So supporting. Um, 96% of my viewers are from the from the US. And uh, yeah, so supporting. Give me video ideas. And uh, one of my videos that d- did blow up was actually an idea from one of the uh, one of our subscribers. And mm. it's just it's just sort of rocketed. Sorry, which video was that? Um, the video was um, five reasons not to mess with the US. And um <laughs> Yes, and I can already uh, yeah. tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, it's you know, in terms of performance, it probably wasn't. It's not my best video, but the topic just blew up, and it's it's one point four million views at the moment, and still you know steadily climbing as well, which is which is phenomenal. But I try and break things up. I mean, if if I if I was clever, I'd probably just I should just keep doing those those videos over and over and over and over and over again. But I. I get so much enjoyment from looking at other things like the you know, the national parks. I mean, you guys have such a beautiful country mm. and it's lovely when Americans go, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, we had, a, we had, we've got this on our doorstep. And I was like, yeah, you, you guys are seeing things. Most of us Europeans will never get the chance to see, you know, you'd never see all the national parks and, and it's just a, yeah, a beautiful um, country and uh, history is another one. Wow. Geez, that was a that was an eye opener. I mean, over here in the in the UK, our history kind of goes fuzzy when it gets to sort of seventeen seventy five, seventeen eighty three, and uh, yeah, looking at the Revolutionary War, that was that was uncomfortable, but it was really educational. And over here, we don't learn about that. We tend to sort of cover the the, the wars we won, really. <laughs> um, so uh, that was that was good, and it had so much support on that. And uh, yeah, you know we're it's just been great and it's just learning about the weather the different accents as well so but like i said if i was smart i'd probably keep doing the military videos military but i'm just having so much fun learning a bit more about not just the military but you know the history you know comedians as well and the food as well and i'm trying to i'm trying to do more and more original content because that's you know that's kind of my roots really Mm -hmm. and um some of the subscribers and members are actually sending me food parcels which is absolutely amazing <laughs> it is honestly it's it's i can't thank these guys enough and i had the mother load of reese's <laughs> and i was always a british guy i'm always you know i'm pro cabaret i'm like no nah, nothing's going to beat cabaret and i did this this reaction and it was all obviously original content and i did the coming out my hand came out the tv and nicked some of the reese's and went back in and laughed and went away so I was trying to differentiate myself from other reaction channels um, and try and put my own sort of spin. But, yeah, I had the Reese's peanut butter cups, which I'd never had before. Oh, wow. And I was even saying 
this is this is how true it was. I was calling them Reese. I wasn't even calling them Reese's. I was like Reese, and uh, they, they do sell I, Reese's. Over I can here. see why. I can see why someone. Would... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just a bit, a bit, uh, a bit thick. I am, but uh, but yeah, they do sell Reese's over here. But I've never really sort of paid them much attention. I didn't realize what a you know selection they had, and I and I I did a reaction to it, and it's like now Reese's is my favorite candy or sweets, as we say over here, or chocolate. The fridge has always got Reese's and. Funnily enough, I had a, a good friend of mine um, in, in in Canada, and again, the, these friends I've made through YouTube, other content creators and stuff, and he did send me the motherload of Reese's, and wow, that was that was something else. But I've I've learned just to have a nibble of each bit now because the first time I did, I did a Girl Scout cookies video that was amazing as well. <laughs> but the thing is, I had so many cookies. I, about an hour later, I had to go to bed. I had a sugar crash. <laughs> <laughs> that yes that i mean you you are getting i think the full american experience then because mm. uh, that's that's pretty much our diet here is is just <laughs> a, a bunch of girl scout cookies and then we crash you know and then the next day happens and we go back to work and for lunch it's more girl scout cookies so this, that's how it is for me i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> oh no it's just a, it's just an item because again you know you hear it on films and stuff and i was like well, what's this girl scout cookie thing um but yeah it's been it's been a such a ride. It's been such a ride. I got to ask, you came into YouTube with no context then of like, you know, before the course of, I mean, like mm. you, you didn't know who PewDiePie was. You didn't know who Mr. Beast was. These are, these are all household names. <laughs> now, if you've heard of YouTube, you've heard of these folks. So yeah. I, I just got to, I got to ask, do you feel like that was a benefit to you? Because we talked to so many people who are inspired by those creators specifically and I feel like when they first start, they shape their entire channel around that because they don't really know what they're getting into yet. <laughs> and they try to parrot what they see works for, for these massive creators with millions of subscribers. You didn't have that context necessarily. Do you think that kind of was a benefit? I think in a, in a way it was. I mean, to start off with, when I obviously did start learning about uh, Mr. Beast in particular, I was like, I was fascinated. I, when, I first, when I first heard about him, I thought, who's this brat? you know, going around spending £600,000 on fireworks and stuff like this. But he, he won me over because he does a lot of work for charity. He gives a lot of the, the, the money away and he, and he completely sort of won me over. But I, I was fascinated with his intros. And um, one thing that I did really, really helped my retention was ditch the intro. Hmm. No one no one goes, oh, look, Mr. Beast has got a new video. Oh, I love his intros. I watch him for his <laughs> intros. It's like, no. <laughs> No one cares about the intro. They want to use straight to the point. So I did sort of take little bits. And uh, particularly in the early days, I was like sort of looking for inspiration. And again, but it went too far. I was talking too quickly. <laughs> you know, I, I went from increasing my retention from um, sort of, well, average wasn't great, to be honest, sort of 30, 35 to 45, you know, just by ditching the intro no one cares about the intro really right get to the point stop babbling you know maximum of you know a, a minute before you get into it but i just didn't see it at the time you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm a consumer i'll be watching a video and i'll give you a, a prime example i was just downloaded obs so more more skills to learn and i saw all these videos and i just wanted to know how to add the the chat line right into the uh and i was like there's one video that was like 15 minutes long. I was like, what the, I'm not watching that. I'm going to skip right to the end. You know, and there was one video that was like three minutes. I think it was. And I, and I, I literally clicked on that because it was much shorter. And you just know you're going to get a load of bump before, but I was doing the exact opposite. You know, I wasn't looking at it as a, as a consumer. I wasn't looking at YouTube. Like, you know, it's a search engine, you know, what, what do people actually want? And I thought I knew what people wanted, but, but again, it's just mistakes. But, you know, as long as you learn from them and all these little tweaks. And I really feel like it's been an apprenticeship before I, uh, you know, I pivoted to um, reaction videos. I really do think it was like an apprenticeship because I learned so, so much. And, you know, watching VidIQ videos as well, um, you know, always direct to the point um, and always come away with, you know, with really, really valuable information. But yeah, what a ride. It has been a, a phenomenal, phenomenal ride. It's still going. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Tube Talk is brought to you by vidIQ's Trend Alerts tool. Think Google Alerts, but specifically for YouTube trends. This tool is great for planning your next video as it helps you stay on top of trending topics within your niche. 
Provided you have vidIQ installed on your Chrome or Firefox browser, you'll find it on the left-hand sidebar the next time you're in your YouTube studio. Once there, you can create an alert and enter keywords for it and set the parameters. So for example, I could have a channel that covers iPhones, and I may want an alert that includes things like iPhone, iPhone 12, or even Apple event. Then I can set up my alert to email me whenever a new video hits, say, 500, 1,000, or even 10,000 views an hour. So if suddenly I get an email and see 20 new videos all talking about iPhone 27 rumors, and they're all each getting about 500 views an hour, I know that something's probably going down and I had better hit record. The Trend Alerts tool is free when you sign up with vidIQ, so visit vidIQ.com, install the extension, and start creating trend alerts today. David, I'm curious to know, this is going back a little bit in a conversation because I was fascinated by the fact that your most popular video was, I guess, essentially viewer generated. Um, So I'm just wondering, where did you get that idea from? Did you actually ask your audience, what should I make next? Or was it just somebody in the comments thinking, I know you should make a video about this. And it just kind of reinforces how you should be always uh, staying in touch with your um, community because sometimes they can create the best ideas for your channel. I 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. And it, yeah, the, the idea actually came from a subscriber. And uh, I will always be grateful to that uh, that gentleman. And you, 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 the, you, the answer's there. The community is the best thing. If you can create a good community, you know, I, I, I wish I could have had a word of myself in the early days. It's not about subscribers. It really isn't. It's about interaction. I'd rather have 10 loyal subscribers that watch everything interact watch it right to the end then a hundred or a thousand and you're and you're not getting you know and you're, you're getting really poor ratings etc so the communities i can't stress how important that is you know keeping contact with the community i do live shows and i do members only shows as well which is going down really well and um yeah it's just keeping in contact you know you become i like to think you, you kind of become part of people's lives and um yeah, it's, 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 yeah I, I can't stress how important your community is and, and keeping in contact because without that, that gentleman, I wouldn't have done that video. And uh, then the, the second question, and you were alluding to this in kind of your apprenticeship as a creator. I, I went through just a bit of history of your channel. And as you say, as you say, in the first six months, you were very experimental. You were doing some challenges. There was some stuff a, a little bit about lockdown but also some Star Wars stuff. Uh, I noticed that your first viral moment was when you watched Star Wars for 21 hours straight, I think, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah. Could your channel have been very, very different if you'd followed down, continued that path down the, I don't know, the Star Wars dark side and had a, um, you know, the next four or five videos were really successful on that topic. Could you easily have been, I guess, a Star Wars fandom channel or was that just part of experimentation and you are going to move on to, I guess, ultimately the British man reacts to US stuff? Mm. A great question. And um, it's something I've not really said to too many people, um, but I'm obviously saying it's lots of people now. And I don't mind admitting it. And again, this was another mistake I made. I actually did paid promotions on that video. Oh, so interesting. yeah, um, I, I got to the point where I was obviously not drinking. I was like, well, I could invest a little bit of money. And again, this was one of my mistakes. And I, again, I hold my hand up. I don't mind admitting it. Um, I did do paid promotions on that. I got a lot of subscribers from it, but I wasn't, the, the quality of the subscribers weren't, um, and, you know, I, I don't know this for, for sure, but and they might've been bots or, or you know, spammers or anything like that you know I had a lots of people and it did grow the channel but it was it was most noticeable videos after or thereafter weren't performing so it was nice for the ego to say look I've got all these subscribers but they weren't interacting it wasn't a quality community I was growing and I, and I know lots of people do paid promotions on videos and they're very very successful when they work just in my experience yeah, I would never do that again. When you say paid promotion, are you referring to like buying like Google ads, like to get the video yeah. a, a broader audience? Yeah, exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So it was an experiment. Um, it it felt good at the time. It sort of fed the ego a little bit. Um, but ultimately, 
you know, I kind of wish I didn't do it. I hadn't done it, but take a positive out of it. Oh, you know, for me and my channel, you know, waste of money, really. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the subscriber count is a bit more of an ego. It's the, you know, it's the view time. It's the click through rate. It's the retention. That's so much more important because YouTube just basically wants, they want to keep people on their platform. That's number one. That is number one. As long as you're within their guidelines, that is the number one thing. And if you can keep people on uh, their platform for longer and they're switching through your videos, that's when you start getting the, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the YouTube starts pushing you uh, a little bit more. But when you've got a load of subscribers and you publish a video and they're not interested, you know, it, it, it was so counterproductive. Um, yeah. But I was so blind. I was like, look at these, I'm getting all these subscribers. And I'm like, you know, I'd slap myself if I could right. go back. You know, but so let, let let's clarify this a little bit then, because so what we what we're trying to talk about here is the first that light bulb moment, and I thought it was this Star Wars um, video, but it wasn't. You yeah. did some paid ad, ads on it, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But we're not saying this is completely legitimate. Mm. Although um, Dan and I would always suggest that. You should only really use paid ads if you're trying to sell a product or a service as opposed to building an organic uh, audience. Mm -hmm. And so this video has currently got 140,000 views, but Mm -hmm. in terms of engagement, it's only got 500 likes and less than 200 comments. So Mm -hmm. that that represents a lack of engagement. So now that you have that knowledge of that strategy not working, let's talk about your first organic viral moment which video was it that really triggered you to say hang on i think i'm onto something here with this theme of content Hmm. well like like i said earlier it it was a big risk it was a big risk and it was probably january just after me saying you know i I, i'm not sure i want to carry on with um youtube but there was there was yeah there was a couple of videos you know uh, doing the rounds you know there's a couple of videos that were very very popular and um you know it was almost instantaneous it wasn't like one video that went it was it was very very gradual and like i said rather than getting like 100 well you know cut 100 views per day it sort of jumped up to three four five and then obviously it sort of led up and up and up and up and um yeah it just i think it was it was probably just before the viral video the 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 military one um, but it, yeah, it, every day it was just growing. It was growing and growing, and it, it wasn't quite, wasn't it wasn't quite going into my head how you know how much growth was going. Like even even now, I still feel that you know if someone says to me, oh, "We got fifty three, fifty four thousand subscribers." I'm, I'm like, "Have I?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. you know." I just it has happened so so quick. So talking about you know the defining moment, I think probably was when I changed everything. And I think the algorithm was a bit gracious to me. Um, people who were, who the videos that were being shown to were engaging. They were watching for longer. People were interacting. And um, I don't think there was a video, as, apart from that viral video, if that makes sense. Each video I grew. Each video was showing growth up, up, up. And then, uh, yeah, the, the the military one came in. It just, yeah, it absolutely exploded. So, Yeah. I, I can't give you a video that was like, that's the one. It was just so gradual to start off with. And it was so encouraging for, for so many months. Like it was just, you know, video after video. I was learning new skills and I was like, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. I'm to the point. There's no intro. I, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm putting things in other people don't do. I'm being individual. Um, you know, I like to think, you know, a lot of them were funny and it just bombed. Everyone bombed. And it's, 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 really hard it's so hard it is so so hard and i I never realized how much youtube would test me um and my wife you know she's been very supportive but she could have slapped me a few times um (laughs) and uh but yeah sorry sorry robert you know i don't think there was before the military one i don't remember there being a video that sort of uplifted it was very very gradual then it just went with the, the military one would you say, because I'm just looking through the timeline of your content and I can see when you start to make, I'm just going to call it a Brit reacts to US content. Yep. And there was one video that um, you did and then you went off and did some other stuff. Then you did another Brit reacts to US and that did a little better. 
And then you did, I know this is really bad for a podcast when people can't see what I'm looking at. 21, <laughs> a British guy reacts to 21 things the US does. And that yeah. one really popped. But is all of that backflow views in terms of your content? One video went viral and then your audience went back to see what else you'd done uh, in reaction content. Mm. I mean, when I did the pivot, these videos were already up on YouTube. And I yeah. just basically, right, you know, those ones that from, you know, pre-January this year, they weren't originally called British Guy Reacts or British Guy. They were called something else, trying to obviously get the keywords in. I thought, yeah. right, no, I'll just strip everything out or what I can that's relevant and change it to British Guy. So it was a risk. It really was a risk but one I was sort of willing to willing to take. And, and anyone listening, you know, I'm not saying you change everything or do that. It, this just worked. I was very, very lucky. It kind of worked for me. But yeah, like the 21 things. Um, God, my, my thumbnails were awful back then. The uh, I need to change them. But I think that was probably the start of, you know, the start of the, the growth, um, as it were, organic growth. Looking at your content, that seems to be when you did the the predominant shift. It was like one mm. in every four or five videos was on that theme. And then after that, it's almost like four in every five videos is now on the British guy reacts to US. So yeah. it just it, it just felt it just seems looking at the, the flow of the, the channel that that's when you made the decision to go, I guess, all in yeah, on the style of content. It it was a bit of a, an all or nothing. I just basically changed everything over to, to to british guy like i say yeah almost instantaneously things started to start to drive and ramp up and that's when i decided and i think it was february and uh i said right I, i've got to ride this wave i've got to do everything i can to make this grow and that's when i decided to do the daily videos which i've been doing since february every day and that's that because because i was seeing the growth because I've tried this before, I did a daily video the year before. And because I didn't have that niche, because I didn't have that community, it just didn't work. And I'd seen lots of people say, I posted a video every day for a month and I got a million subscribers in two days. It's like, you know, those, those kind of stories. And I was like, and I toyed with the idea and I did it. Um, I think I did a hashtag. It was called hashtag posttober. Mm -hmm. um, that didn't take up, take off. But yeah, I did a post every day. And it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And you know, some days, I mean, this is this is how bad it was. Some days I put a video up and I actually lost a subscriber or two. And then back then, it's like one subscriber is like, oh, my, you know. <laughs> and I should have ignored that, stopped looking too much at the analytics. And I was doing it like two, three times a day. And it was just, yeah. you know, it, it can be soul-destroying when you're trying to grow. And uh, you, you sort of lose sight of, you know, why am I doing this? And it can zap the fun out of it. And the early days should be the fun days. It should be the, the days, you know, you know, you're not too concerned if a video takes off or not. You're just having fun, learning new skills, you know, hopefully meeting uh, new people. Um, but, yes, I'm babbling now. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Check in analytics two or three times a day. That sounds quite reserved to me. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, uh, especially when you just release a video and you just you just said you you're making daily content. <laughs> mm. Yes, I mean the 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 original content, which I want to sort of, you know I want to sort of eventually sort of move into at some point. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with that, but I wouldn't be able to do that every day. It'd right. be impossible. Uh, I'd be divorced for you know first of all. <laughs> But uh, yeah, obviously, with the reactions to videos, it's, it's slightly it's a slightly easier. It's not easy at all, but it, it's it doesn't take as long as like a an original. But yeah, it's still a lot of work. It's so much work, and you know the the <laughs> you know if you get to, I like to be a few days ahead if I if if I can, and I don't want to be in a position where I'm trying to film edit for that night. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm I'm kind of at that place now where I'm kind of paranoid if I if I do I stop now because I've February March April May June, you know four or five months I've been posting every day. So, I'm, at that, I'm at that stage where if I stop doing it, uh, you know, is the you know is the algorithm going to go? No, I don't like you anymore. I'm not going to show you to anyone else. So, and I know that probably wouldn't happen. But there's that I, sort I don't of think so. no. Well, uh, according to YouTube, they say that taking a break doesn't have an impact. Um, but 
YouTube also says that everything is based on your audience. And so naturally, if you take a break, then you are not necessarily going to be at the top of yeah. the viewers conscious when they're watching something. I think especially with daily content. But that's a conversation, I think, for, for another time. Yeah. Yeah. So you you got this daily content going up. And as with all of us, there's obviously real life commitments you're balancing with that. So I got to ask, because uh, I was looking at your channel, I noticed you, you, you've mentioned it too, you've memberships on your channel. Yeah. And the memberships have all these different perks. Uh, a couple things, maybe maybe you could take people through those a little bit, just explain like some of the, just some of the perks that you offer. But I was going to ask, how are you balancing all of those? Because just with everything you're offering, it seems like that's going to, you know, really impact something, the schedule or something going on. Uh, everything you add to a channel, whether it's a social media account or memberships or whatever, that all takes extra time. So how are you finding that balance? It's it's really, really tough, if I'm being honest. It's really, really tough. And if, if I'm still actually on, on furlough at the moment, although I'm working two days a week, um, obviously when furlough stops, you know, I'm going to have to take a serious decision because um, I'm not going to be able to post every day. That's 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 the uh, the crux of it. And that's why I'm like, it's so important. I put everything into this while I've got the time because, right. you know, the time will come, I might not have the time to do that. So, yeah, as far as the balance goes, it, it is tough. And I put a lot of pressure on myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I dream about editing and I might have like an hour long dream of editing and then I'll wake up and go, oh, <laughs> I actually have to do I, it now. I did, I've got, actually got to do that now. You know, I, it, I played it out in my head. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I, you know? And you, you, you wake up and you you take the uh, the religious, uh, go to the toilet first thing, sit down with your phone, see how the see how last night's video's done and can be a bit of a ritual for me. It's like, oh, you know. And what, sorry, I'm kind of flitting, but. but um, You're right. Yeah. So, but yeah, the, the balance, the the perks is, is a really good question. And, you know, some people and this just blows my mind how supportive um, the the American subscribers have been. Um, some people, some of them just want to sort of, I want to give you some money. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They don't really expect anything in return. And there's different, different tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some of the perks are, you know, we got the, on the live streams, we have the custom emojis. Um, obviously, the name comes out slightly different. We do behind the scenes. So I'm trying to introduce a bit more, you know, you've always got to look ahead. I mean, right. reactions could just drop off, you know, tomorrow, no one's interested. So you need to sort of forward plan. So I'm sort of introducing like vlogs a little bit more about me, nothing too over the top, but just sort of testing the water. And they really, you know, a lot of these guys are really interested in me, what I'm doing, you know, I'm even down to a cat, you know, they love our cat. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we've even got a tier called, Fuza, who's the name of our cat, who's tier tier four. But we've got. I always introduce my my videos with greetings. Um, I don't know why it's something I've always said. So level one is greetings. When I'm doing reactions to food, I I can't help it, but I just start dribbling. Um, not really, really bad. But if it's something really nice, or I'm a bit you know peckish, and I have to say, you know, in America, you guys know how to do food. Hmm. Um, you know, whether it's a, a barbecue um or you know burgers anything anything like that i'm just like wow this is good and then i'm like oh gosh like dribble so level twos i'm dribbling and um wow I, I i seem to say wow a lot all the time and i really need to extend my vocabulary really but wow is the the third tier and each tier you get a bit more a bit more perks up to getting like a free merch like a free t-shirt of oh, wow. your choice and uh the fuser uh, the the fuser uh, level I'm giving people if they want to, um, obviously, uh, see if they want to do a, like a one-to-one Zoom so they can actually have a chat and just sort of hang out for, for you know, sort of 45 minutes. Um, so, yeah, people are quite interested in that, really. So it's just looking at different ways to push the channel. You know, I, I'm, I'm certainly no no expert at all. I'm still, I'm still learning every day, and I still have so much to learn. But, you know, I'm looking at you know, pushing out the shorts, pushing out stories. You know, it's really good. You, I'm seeing... Um, subscribers and, and um, traffic coming in from them. You know, obviously I've got the reactions. I'm trying to do original content. Um, I'm just trying to push as many things as I can. And obviously we've got the revenue streams from the merch, the members, the obviously the um, the views uh, as well. And just just want to, I just want to try and give it everything I can, really. If I'm being honest, so I 
I want to ask a technical question about memberships uh, because I, I this is something that I think as people get into the partnership program, they should probably be thinking about because uh, I don't think memberships are going to be for everybody. But for, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, what was just described are YouTube memberships whereby you can join someone's community for a set price. There's, uh, as as David said, different tiers and you, you get to choose what you're going to offer at each one. And mm. as I said, there's going to be more work involved every time. YouTube has different like advice out there when you go to the memberships page once you're mon- once you're monetized that explains like hey here's how this works and here's the things you can offer just be careful because more stuff to do you know <laughs> and uh the the thing that is there that's very prominent in this page uh and if you're not partnered yet this is one thing you'll see when you when you reach the partnership program there's a little progress bar and it says X percent of viewers are or views come from your subscribers. And we suggest waiting until you hit 25% on, on this chart before you dive into memberships. I'm paraphrasing, but it's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, David, do you know kind of what I'm talking about though? You've seen this? Yeah, I've so, I, I did see that. And um, I kind of, uh, well, not stupidly, I ignored it because people right. were actually asking about, you know, how do I support you and your channel? And I was like, well, I need to sort of, do, you know, I need to sort of look at this because people want to, you know, there, there are, sorry, I've, I've not said about all the perks, you know, there's, there's early access to videos, there's mm-hmm. members only videos. So I do a bit more about myself um, and members only live streams. So we, yeah. we you know, it's really important to keep in contact with the members and say, look, you know, do you think you're getting value for money? You know, is there anything more I can do? What more can I give you? You know, cause I'm very mindful, you know, people, you know, spending their hard earned, you know, t- supporting me, Absolutely, um, and and I, and I, I you know I I need to make sure that they feel they're getting value for money, and um, you know, and again, they they might come up with an absolute gem, you know. So, you you're offering a, a lot of a lot of different perks like early access to videos, and then member exclusive videos are, are both uh, extra yeah. time you have to spend, which is uh, really awesome of you to do, and it it's why YouTube I think puts that that not restriction but that suggestion in front of you to say yeah. like. Hey, like if you're going to spend this extra time, make sure you're, you know, starting this whole process at the right time. So you, you're going to have the best chance of getting as many members as possible. My my question, though, after explaining all that would be, and I don't, I don't know how specific you want to get, but when did you actually start memberships? And do you feel like you started them at the right time in in your YouTube journey? Oh, wow. Great question. Um, when did I start members? I, I can't remember. I, I actually a subscriber number? Or... Um, uh, I probably need to look back, really. But it was probably about, I was probably about sort of 16,000 subscribers. But, but you and started them when the demand started coming yeah, in. Yeah, people were asking about it. And it was a risk. And it, it's, it's kind of embarrassing as well. I, I found it quite embarrassing saying, you know, pay pay me some money, you know, to be a member. And and like doing the merch as well, you know. And it's, that's why I was so adamant, to, you know, to tell people, look, this isn't for everyone. This isn't for everyone. And it's so important to say, look, nothing is happening to the channel. You will see no difference. I'm not going to go, right, I'm going to have members, but I'm not going to do four videos a week because of, mm. you know, and if you want to see that, you've got to pay. You know, I thought that was wrong. So, yeah, I do – you know, that's why it's quite, I quite like doing the vlogs as well because they're interested about me. They're quite not, not certainly not easy to, um, to put together, but it's quite a nice thing. People are very, very interested uh, in that. And so far, uh, touch wood, everyone, everyone's very happy, feels like they're getting, you know, the value for money. So, uh, yeah, touch, touch wood. But yeah, it was, it was early. I say early. It was probably February, March, maybe April. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not that long ago then. Not long ago, no, no, not at all, not at all. But I introduced um, the merch, and I was, it was, yeah, it was quite hairy because I was juggling a lots of um, lots of plates. But now it's done, set up. It's you know, as long as nothing changes with YouTube, that's always going to sort of be there, and it's got you know organic growth. Um, and we are growing, you know, we've got quite a humble, you know, good good number of of, of members, and it's um, you know my job to make sure they're getting their value for money. And that's what, like, again, sorry, I'm repeating myself, but. The, the live videos as well they they really enjoy the live videos because it's it's the the normal live videos are just manic really really manic and i just can't keep up with the the, the chat i think there's an option to sort of slow the chat down and um i don't always get to everyone um but with the members chat is so much more sort of relaxed 
and uh, we can you know have a real good chat and a laugh and you know how's the day going and the, the wonderful thing and this is lovely they're all talking between themselves right you know and it's like oh hey how are you doing and they're making people they're making friends from different states and you yeah. know it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing it really really is and it's really really humbling and i'm yeah it's just the 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 members and subscribers are just uh oh yeah, yeah awesome absolutely awesome so i i wanted to next then ask your your channel as as we've talked about as comedy reactions i i chalk it up to a personality channel like people are subscribing for you for your unique perspective uh, yeah. And we we see channels like this all the time. We at vidIQ we do our weekly channel audits where people submit and we review their channels. And we see channels come up like this all the time. And quite honestly, at least from my perspective, I always have a hard time giving advice to these channels because the the best advice I can always give is like you want to jump on a trending topic, but at the same time you you have to remember this person has a particular interest. They mm. they have a different idea in their head about what their channel is going to be about. And you figured this out through, you know, taking a course and then just a bunch of trial and error. So I feel like you are very qualified to maybe give some of this advice uh, to anyone out there who's like, I want a vlog yeah. channel. I want a reaction channel. I want a personality. Channel. I want my personality yeah. to be the niche. I, I think that's how a lot of people want to approach it. My niche is me. That's a very like realistic. That's just honestly, I think most people would would agree. That's how they want to start. So my I guess I want to frame it like this. If you had to start your channel from scratch today, knowing what you know now, let's say you, you know, you got tired of calling it Mr. H and friends. You want to rename, rebrand everything. And the easiest mm-hmm. way to do that was a new channel. So yeah. if you were to do it today, how would it look? What, what would be, what would be different? And then in those differences, do you think that would help you grow even faster? And I would say faster than you've already grown. You've already done this, I think to great success, there will be no point <laughs> starting <laughs> doing anything differently. But if you were to do things differently, how would that look? I mean, for me, I, I think the first thing is, is to really, really niche down, really niche down. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm a slow learner. I just didn't really get it. I felt like comedy, making people laugh was a niche. It's like, dude, you know, what, what are you smoking? I mean, it's, there's so much to comedy, you know, what, there's so many different ways of making people laugh and, and, and feel good. Um, but I, yeah, I think I would definitely incredibly niche down. I mean, one thing you can do if you want to experiment you could do three or four completely different videos Mm. and then look at the analytics and see which one out of the three or four takes off or gets better response. And then just really niche down on that really, really niche down on that and um, enjoy the ride is, 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 is the one thing I just obsessed with numbers and, uh, and not beat myself up. Video doesn't do very well. It's not, it's, it's mainly the, the ego and the, you know, you think, oh, you know, doing really well. And if, if a video bombs, you're like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you kind of like take it, you know, you always look at that, you know, the ranking of the video, so, you know, you dread that ranking 10 out of 10 for the last 10 videos. You're like, ah, but yeah, niche down. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm babbling again, but yeah, really, really niche down and, and just think about it. Really think about the niche you know, and, and make it something you enjoy, make it something you can be yourself and you can enjoy um, doing because people aren't stupid. They'll, they'll soon see if you're putting things on and then like myself, you know, I, what you see is kind of what you get, you know, of course I have my down days and stuff. Everyone, everyone does, mm. but you know, I'm not trying to put an act on or anything like this. And I could never be, you know, you see some people really like, react to something and they're like falling off their chair and like, Oh my God, this is man. You know, it's like, like, Whoa, man, what is, what, what just happened there? I mean, it's quite entertaining, but you know, you wouldn't be able to sort of, you know, if you, if you did change that, people are going to start saying, well, why, why are you different? You know, that's not what you normally do. So yeah, be yourself, do what you enjoy, um, niche down, you know, and there's nothing wrong, you know, making mistakes is good, believe it or not. You know, I, I actually like making mistakes and it's good because I make loads of them um every day but learning from you know learn from the mistakes but yeah niche down is the is the big one really niche down and sorry pay attention to your community really pay them attention what do they want what do they like seeing what do they like about you what is this is a great gauge absolute great gauge and hitting a, a thousand subscribers and having that community tab it's been wonderful it's been absolutely fantastic and i'll, I'll give you a perfect example 
um, yesterday I did a thing. It was a members only poll, but saying, you know, we've got um, 4th of July coming up. You know, it's a bit embarrassing for us, but, you know, it's a big party. So I was like, you know, I'd like to do something themed. What do you think? You know, is there anything you'd like me to react to? Do you want me to do a live? Do you know, let's, 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 let's have some fun um, kind of thing. And I'm just getting all these gems, um, comments back from all these different people saying what they want to see. And I'm like, that's good. Let's work together. Yeah, so I babble it again. <laughs> no, the the community tab is always always fascinating to me. I've been I've been advocating for it a lot as of late, telling mm. people the best thing you can do with that is is daily posts. Like do you know mix it up? Do text? Do polls? Do image posts? Uh, you know, da- do things every single day on the community tab. And I, I love also giving the advice of make it about your audience. You know, yeah. Um, sometimes it's cool to use it to ask questions. Hey, what kind of video would you like to see? But there's also so many things you can do to add value just like you would in a video yeah. and make people laugh. And, and, you know, so each community post you could look at as the same way you would look at a video. Like why would people interact with this post? Why would people vote on this poll? You know what, if I post an image, how is it relevant to them? You know, and we got new metrics on posts now, so you can actually see how people are engaging, how many impressions these posts get. We didn't have that until very recently. So you can, you know, really get an idea of what posts are working. And so anyway, I just love that was just a big plug for the community tab. Shout out to the community tab. You need a thousand subscribers to use it. And yep. uh, once you get there, you should absolutely be using it all the time. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really, really good. Real good communication tool to your, you know, to your audience. And like I say, you just never know. That one person said, check this video out. And if I hadn't have done it, if I hadn't have asked that question, I would never have done that video. And then someone else would have done it and got, you know, the 1.4. Uh, million views i still can't believe it now like genu- genuinely it's still like a dream because it has happened so you know everything's happened at quite a quite a pace let's say but yeah yeah big fan of the community tab david i do want to ask a this might be a tricky question or <laughs> you might have had no issues with it whatsoever but you are a reaction channel may well some of the time and not only are you reacting to food, culture, et cetera, et cetera, you are reacting to other uh, creators' videos, which mm-hmm. means that you are uh, using that content and reacting to it. Yep. And so in a broader sense of a conversation, this would fall under fair use. Um, but there are some creators who do this and they get hit with copyright claims and, and whatnot and so on. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, do you have any war stories to share on that or has it been relatively plain sailing so far for you? No, it's, it's been fine. I mean, I've had a couple. Um, there is one um, really, really popular um, channel that we, that we I say we, I cover. But I just, but the, the monetization side goes to them. So they're actually getting the the payments. Um, and I don't, I don't mind that. I, mean, I normally send an email out to these people and say, look, you know, would you mind me? I've had one person actually react, um, get back to me uh, on that. But I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do the video because other people are doing them. And, um, you know, and if it is, you know, if a video gets, you know, 300,000 views or 400,000 views, that money goes to the creator, original creator. And I always put a plug for the original creator. Um, but, you know, I've had another guy uh, email me and said no no great no please do please do because he's actually getting a lot of traffic from it he's getting some uh, more subscribers so but yeah I, I yeah it's 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 not been a problem no no certainly no strikes or any any nasty uh emails or anything like that so yeah touch wood long may that kind of continue but obviously things like music is a no-no um i selfishly i wanted to do a video because of, in my area from the uh, 80s um, one of my favorite wrestlers was the ultimate warrior back when it was WWF. And I wanted to just do a reaction because I love the music. I loved his energy. And I put it up and it was like, no, I was like, oh, OK. No, <laughs> yeah, no chance even, of WWE I, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't no even chance. press the monetize. It was going to be like a members video. So I wasn't even going to monetize it. I put it on the, you know, but it was like, no, no issues. No, certainly no strikes kind or of thing. But it's like, no, I was like, OK. No problem, you know, not 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 an issue. I won't ever do, you know, obviously ever do that again. But on the whole, it's been, yeah, it's been it's been great. No no issues. Touch wood. <laughs> so uh, since we're getting close to time here, I uh, just want to wrap up with any final thoughts you have, uh, maybe for aspiring creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your thoughts in general on your your channel and journey so far. D- don't give up. 
don't please 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 don't give up you know you don't know what's around the corner i, I christmas came and it, i've i've made a lot of friends through youtube from other creators and i've got really good friends in uh, north carolina another good, really good friend in um new mexico and at christmas time we actually had a face uh facetime chat and um, i've only known him just over, known these guys just over you know about a year from doing the course and um he really helped me he's like no man you know you you're doing a really good job you know and he sort of you know gave me the talk that i kind of needed at the time and i'm so glad he did i'm so glad he did because i could have just gone right i'm not doing this anymore why am i bothering i'm putting hours and hours and hours into this i think i'm doing everything right you know i'm going into the intro you know um i've, I've done like collaborations all these different things you know the seo is spot on the tags you know everything is spot on it's a slightly longer video as well interactive there's no pauses and there's no ums and believe me i do a lot of ums that's why i'm good at editing those little bad boys out but yeah no ums no breathing it's quite and they'd, they'd still bomb and i'd be so despondent and really really down about it but yeah it, don't give up if you've got positive people around you surround yourself with those positive people if people and you know i've heard it you know what are you wasting time with that for you know, why are you bothering? You know, it's like no one's watched that, you know, and it's sort of you need to kind of move, you know, in the, move yourself away from those kind of people. Um, but if you've got a good partner that's supportive, good family, good friends, you know, uh, that have that healthy environment, it's, it's all in the mind. Surround yourself with positivity and don't give up. Please, please don't give up. You just don't know what your next video will bring. You don't, you, you seriously don't know. You could blow up. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.